hello, everyone, and welcome to the Paper Plane Cocktail Hour. I am one of your hosts, Amy Lowenberg, Senior Relations Manager for New York Now, Community Spotlight Podcaster, and all-around retailer advocate. We just came off a great market, and I was thrilled to connect with so many of you. But my focus year-round is to bring you important information, conversations, and perspectives from both sides of the aisle. And I am your co-host, Sarah, the Paper Nerd. I am the founding editor and editor-in-chief of Stationery Trends Magazine. I also write about stationery on my site, The Paper Nerd, and I even host another monthly podcast on the topic, The Paper Fold. I have been covering the stationery and gift industries since 1997, but never did I imagine then that I'd one day be covering the market here in the virtual space. So today we have a twist to share with you, don't we, Sarah? <laughs> we sure do. Want to clue our listeners in on what we have planned for them on this cold February evening? Yeah, I sure do. Um, Sarah and I tend to fall into some pretty deep combos. It can be sparked by the person that we just interviewed and are diving into something they said. It can be from sharing details on the trade shows we've attended to the people that we've met or to the funniest card that we just read or the shiniest bauble we see as we both have these little ferret-like inclinations. Um, Sarah and I have decided that we are going to turn the tables on one another and interview each other. I mean, we're practically doing that already. I mean, actually, Amy, I think we were doing that. We just get occasionally distracted by our charming community guests. <laughs> our very charming community guests. We absolutely do. So um, today's podcast, we will be featuring the illuminist Sarah Schwartz. And meanwhile, my February, the Paperfold episode, will be featuring the always enchanting Amy as my guest. But both podcasts will be asking similar questions on experience, observations, and projections, and a lot of laughing as we tend to go off on a riff or two. Um, actually, this will not be the first time I have had Amy on the Paperfold, uh, but after working together for a few years, uh, you can imagine that I wanted to put her back in the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> and the sentiment was mutual. So that being said, I guess it's time to get started, huh? Yep, absolutely. Um, so there you go, my podcast partner. Let's get into it, okay? Okie dokie. Cheers. Cheers. So hello, Sarah. This is um, actually kind of interesting to have the, the tables turned on the paper playing cocktail hour. And, and I am going to be the interviewer and you are going to be, haha, my interviewee. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm a little nervous, I have to say. I always tell my, my subjects like, oh, it'll be fine. Relax. It's, it's going to be easy <laughs> now that I'm in the hot seat. <laughs> I'm feeling the heat. Well, that's how I felt just last week when you interviewed me. So, haha. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to dive right in. Okay. All right. All right. So you are the editor in chief for Stationary Trends Magazine, the founder and editor of The Paper Nerd and podcaster extraordinaire of The Paper Fold. Your career did not start there, but the ongoing theme in your professional life truly does revolve around paper as I look back over your LinkedIn profile. Um, but I want you to take us even further back than LinkedIn starts. So I want to know how the paper nerd became a paper nerd. <laughs> Share some or a great early story for us and illustrate where your passion for paper sprouted from and why you are still enamored with the category. 
<laughs> okay, that's a great question. Thank you so it's much. It's a biggie. <laughs> a lot to unpack. Um, first of all, when you say everything I do, it sounds so impressive on paper. Like, who is this person? <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud. <laughs> but um, really, um, I thank you. I like this question because it really did uh, make me think. And uh, I have to say, like, I think my appreciation for the category really did start in childhood, uh, not just in the typical way that 80s kids loved going to paper shops and looking at every card and every invitation and sticker. Um, I definitely did all that. But before that, um, um, my mom uh, well, she's an she's an artist. She's a very interesting character in the 70s and 80s uh, when she was raising me as a single mom. Uh, she was really into house sales, estate sales and antique shops. And so really, I would say a fair portion of my childhood was spent <laughs> at those places. Um, and uh, I, I only wish I could go back with my, you know, uh, 2023, uh, funds and like buy some. I'm right there with you. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had held on to just a few things. No kidding. Right. So I remember one of the places that she used to take me, I mean, and I can just remember spending literally hours there. It might not have been hours. It seemed like hours to a child's mind, but um, it was a place on the west side of Cleveland called the Elephant's Foot. It was a, it was like one of those big sprawling antique stores, and um, and they actually had an Elephant's Foot. But Ooh. yeah, I know, which is crazy. It was like it was like on it was like on like a some kind of platform. Like someone had turned it into like the base of a coffee table, and it was God. actually this poor creature's foot. Anyway, oh. I know, I know, but it was the kind of thing where it was like. It's, it's weird times. enough that you could name a whole store after it. <laughs> but but I can remember, you know, just spending hours just looking at stuff in the store, in antique stores and markets and ven- and venues and um a lot of a lot of paper, yes, a lot of old magazine, a lot of like 40s magazines, 50s magazines, but a lot of textiles, textiles too and I really do think it um, it gave me an education in like what is fifties design, what is sixties design, what is seventies design, you know, what is Victorian, and it really just laid a great uh, visual groundwork um, just um, for me to understand and approach um, uh, work in market today and and stationary. Like hopefully, when someone makes a reference, I can I hopefully I can I can sort identify. of identify. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that's really interesting. I mean, it makes makes sense. It was your, you know, in paper encyclopedia just in uh, many different pieces of paper. <laughs> right, right. And I love ant I mean, I do love antiques. Um, mm-hmm. but I love and I but I love fresh takes on antiquity and 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 you know, design and uh but I think I, I, you know, like I said, I think I got that patience for walking markets as a child. Like I, I, she, she wasn't, my mom wasn't, you know, doing it on purpose, but she sort of inadvertently raised me uh, to do what I do. I know you're a child of the seventies and eighties and, you know, child rearing yeah. was a little different than like, you pretty much had to like entertain yourself while your parents did what they wanted to do. 
And we did. I mean, I think I was walking home from school by myself at an age that we would never let a child walk on the streets anymore. Totally. Totally. I was a latchkey kid and I was always losing my key. And I used to have to climb up a tree to get in a window. It was unlocked. And like, yeah, I would do all sorts of, I mean, like today it would be considered um, child abuse probably, but then it was just like, I was was normal. Yeah, it, I was just adventurous. <laughs> All right, just one more thing about the key because you just gave me a memory. I had that little ball bearing necklace that I had to wear with my key at the end of it because I lost my key a lot too, Sarah. <laughs> I know we are like akin in so many different ways here, um, which is which is my segue into now. I'm going to ask you an even harder, more loaded question because you are, as I've mentioned, my my cerebral friend. Um, <laughs> You asked me this this question about what changes I've seen in the business since I first got into it uh, last week when you interviewed me, but now tables are turning, babe. I am interested (laughs) in what you've seen as some of the biggest changes to our industry over the past few years, how it's present in the marketplace has changed, and then what direction do you think it's moving in? Okay, well, I, I love it. Um, I love thinking and talking about these things, uh, as you know. So, yes, I do. <laughs> you know, when I first got into the when I first got into the industry, and I'm sure it was very similar for you, it was a one size fits all market. It was a, you know, this is hot, and this is what everybody's stocking, and this is what everyone's buying, and this is, you know, this is what you need to have if you want to be a part of you know, whatever, the gift industry, the stationary industry, this is what people are talking about. Well, now we're kind of in a time of more like social upheaval and nobody agrees on anything <laughs> anymore. Right. No. So we're not going to agree on one thing to stock either. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, you know, I really think um, that, you know, um, the personal does become political in, in a market like this, like what we buy is, does express ourselves. And so as a result, like, I think the market, like I, I compare it to like the singer songwriters of the seventies that you would hear in rock or even like auteurs in film. Like when they talk about auteur theory of the late, you know, fifties and sixties, it's like, everybody is their own you know, real house of design and really is just leaning in to whatever they are doing. If you're, um, you know, quotations, um, who I know we're going to see at market in a few weeks, like she leaned really, really deeply into the sympathy market and is, is doing that. Um, Naomi paper company, who was a discovery at, at the summer market, um, she's like redefining what the Christian market is to her. There's mm-hmm. anti-ageist stuff. There's mm-hmm. people exploring infertility and adoption and transitioning. And, you know, so it's become this, you know, you can really lean into whatever your message is and, you know, and build a community around you, um, which is a very different approach than, than, you know, I'm going to put this out here and I'm going to hope as many people as possible get me. So mm-hmm. I think that's like a really, it's a subtle, but very important change. I, I mean, I, I think you're spot on. And I, I think about this in, in every, just in every aspect of life, there is um, a much louder uh, 
people's messaging is amplified and it's easier to be accessible and it's easier to find your community, whereas it wasn't as easy a while ago. And so, um, and the courage you talk about to be able to, to, to share your message and get, get that support of your community and find them. Um, I see it loudly in the paper industry. You're, you're, you're spot on. We are, you know, they always say, what, what do they call like the signage on a shelf, you know, silent sellers, Yes. you know, right. But, you know, greeting cards are right there in your face. There are these, you know, a lot of times these one-liners that, you know, catch your eye walking down an aisle very quickly and draw you in and, and who knows what that message is that that drew that drew them in that wasn't as present before. Right, right, right. Like, oh my gosh, I've never read that, but that so resonates with me. And um, it's and it's totally it's so interesting to me how yes, it's still happening in greeting cards, but like stickers are right. you know greeting cards to the world. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna put this on my water bottle, and whoever sees it, it's for yeah. them. Yeah. Hundred percent right. The greeting card is like usually a one recipient reader or a family, but a sticker is you know uh, advertising for for the world. That spot on again, Sarah. Um, where you know, where do you, what? What, what, what? Oh, well, I was just going to add that you know with this change, the job of the maker is so much more difficult than it than it used to be. I mean, I, when I used to go, you know, the old days of National Stationery Show that everyone talks about with the three floor, three aisles downstairs, and the, all of the upstairs, you know, like those were just that could be someone who's like, look, I just like to watercolor pretty plants. Now it's like, well, okay, not only do you have to do a range, uh, you know, you have to have a really good uh, Instagram feed. You might want to find a cause related element. You have to do introduction posts. Like it, it, it is much more involved. You're like marketing yourself as, you know, the role of the brand has also changed. So is, is that where you think it's going just to like cap this? Do you think that that, that, is going to continue to happen and that you're going to continually be like a louder voice to amplify your brand um, as it changes and evolves. Totally. I mean, it, I just see it every time I go on like TikTok. it's like the, the makers are comedians. They're, you know, it's like, uh, I mean, they're, they're really entertaining people. They're like almost taking the place of like people we stream, you know, in some cases, like we are really looking to them uh, for insight and direction and courage and, you yeah. know, inspiration. So louder and stronger messages all surrounding us. I, I mean, it. I would say so. I mean, like, look, if you have a, if you have a range out there and you're looking to differentiate yourself, I mean, this is the time to lean in and just, yeah. you know, wave your yeah. free flag and <laughs> find your people. <laughs> I keep making notes of what I want to call this, this podcast now I'm writing. <laughs> Raise your, Wave your free flag. Oh God, but please tell no. me We might have used that already because you say that. I do say that a lot. You're so funny. Um, okay, <laughs> lastly, you've interviewed so many incredibly talented designers and makers from the emerging to the experienced. You literally have the inside scoop on everything that our community is dealing with, advancing on, dreaming of. We kind of just talked about it a little bit. Um, so what are you finding more interesting these days? And then probably the bigger question here, because you did just share a little bit of that with us, but you can repeat. I love repetition. <laughs> this is a major aspect. What is in the secret sauce that lands somebody on the Sarah's card wall on your website? 
because I mean, that is like massively coveted real estate for anybody to land their, their greeting cards. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. That's so nice to say. Well, you know, I hate to say, start off by saying this, but it's true. You know, there is nothing new under the sun. Everything has been done and said and thought and drawn and printed. And, you know, that said, you know, there are new ways of restating old, older ideas or restating them so that they resonate more with today's audience. Um, when I had uh, Rosanna from uh, Shorthand on the paper fold, and when I asked her how she writes greeting cards, she told me, like, I try to say something that's never been said before. And that really kind of stayed with me. And mm -hmm. so I think when I look at cards, I mean, there's always going to be need, a need for a beautiful floral that says happy birthday on it. Like that's always going to be what right. floats someone's boat. Right. Uh, but I'm always looking for just, it just has to be a little different, a little bit of the eye of the, of the hand or the eye of the maker that sets it apart, makes it a little different um, and uh, just sort of grabs, uh, grabs the attention. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to say, you know, it's hard to say what is the secret sauce, but like, I do know it when I see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I would say I also know that your observations and your feedback as you walk through the aisles, which I did with you at San Francisco now, and I do with you at New York now, um, your comments and feedback is so greatly appreciated by everybody there. So um, continue to share whatever is in your world at that moment, because it's usually resonating with something pretty poignant. So thank um, you. Thank you. Oh, that's so yeah. nice. Well, I really enjoyed doing it. And, uh, you know, for me, I always say that I do like three months of work and two days of market. Like I just, mm -hmm. you get, mm -hmm. I get, I get so much out of it. And, uh, uh, for the past couple of years since COVID, I just take a ton of pictures because I, it doesn't even all make sense to me until I get home and look at it. That's, that's a, it's, it's a great um, secret. You know, it's not really such a secret, but that is a great um, suggestion for a lot of people, no matter what they're doing. Um, it can be overwhelming and there can be a lot. And how are you expected to remember everything? And then I have no doubt that you're thinking about somebody you want to interview or somebody you want to identify. And you're like, oh, somebody had that, you know, magenta card with a green in it. Who was that? And you're scrolling through and you're like, yes, you know. Like I do that all the time. I'm like, who am I going to identify in my store tour today? Oh, I never did this person when I went to, you know, X place. So right. I get it. Right. <laughs> right. And I'm getting to the age where it's like, whose booth was that card in? Where did I see that? Let me go find that picture. Yeah, the mental factor. We won't go down that path. Um, <laughs> but what, what I do want to go as we come to a conclusion of this is that I, I just as I already gave you the accolades, I definitely want to mention that you play such an important role in all things greeting cards and paper. You're a member of the Greeting Card Association. Um, you are the driver of Noted at Noted Awards. You uh, participate in and on the Louis, the Academy Awards of Greeting Cards. I'm so excited <laughs> to be a judge, um, but so much more. So it would really be remiss of me not to give you a moment just to share anything that you would like to, any, any news or just anything that you would like to to say about all of uh, all of what you do and well, all of whatever. those great associations. 
about whatever it is I'm doing today. What, what the hell are you doing today, Sarah? <laughs> what am I doing today? Um, so I'm working on uh, the Stationary Trends Spring issue. Uh, we're doing our uh, noted NSF Now lookbook. Um, we are the official publication of Noted, and we are all over SF Now as well. So um, that I'm really, really trying to get um, a good presence uh, there. And, um, and really, it's our, it's our trans issue. So it's such a fun issue to put together. Um, also on my plate. Uh, yes, um, you're right. I am on a lot of uh, GCA committees and activities. <laughs> I'm on the noted committee, the PR and communications committee. And um, yes, for the fourth year, I am overseeing helping oversee the noted at noted awards. Those submissions are open uh, through the end of February. You have to be at noted or SF now to enter. Uh, we have 10 really fun categories. Um, you mentioned that the Louis are the Academy Awards of greeting cards. I we try to make the noted awards like more like the edgy Grammys. I love so, it. <laughs> so we instead of categories like you know best Christmas card over five dollars or or what have you, we have like Tunniest, um mm. or best color combo. Like we're really mm. trying to sort of dissect. Um, some of the kind of forward-looking elements from new cards released after January 1st, 2023. So it's it's a fresh uh, competition. And, and we have, and my judges are some of the best in the business. I have two of our former guests. Um, Chandra Greer is one and Dan Collier is- Oh my one. God, you have two superstars. Right. Right. And we also have Kate from Broadway Paper in Milwaukee, another amazing, nice. amazing store and pay from the Paper and Craft Pantry in Austin. That's fantastic. Yeah, we have a really, really good group this year. And so when you enter them, yes, these are essentially expo awards, but you're also like getting your work in front of some of these um, amazing, amazing stores, which in and of itself, I think is yep. beyond the price of admission. Oh, and you get a free entry with, when you exhibit it noted. And oh. yeah, so it's, it's like, you cannot, you cannot lose. So it, wow. it's, well, it's really, I mean, that, that means everybody should be entering. I mean, that if that's free, you need to take advantage of that. Yes. There's no reason not to absolutely none, except that I don't know, maybe you just don't want to show your work in front of people. <laughs> right. No, you have to do it. And the other reason you have to do it is because my my colleague, Kate Murray, who's the ch current chair of the Louis Committee and also our just our last guest, uh, yep. you know, she's all flush that uh, <laughs> Louis got over a thousand entries and broke all the ah, records. I know it's really it's really amazing. I can't help being a little competitive and hoping that these awards break our record. Oh, <laughs> it's good competition and it really is for the greater good. So just keep, keep doing it. All right, yeah. listeners, you heard, you heard what you need to do. You have your marching orders, go, go <laughs> forth and submit. <laughs> you have, and anybody who has any questions about any of this, I know it can get complicated and it's a lot in, in, in addition to running a business, uh, you know, right. just 
you can always drop me an email at sarah at thepapernerd.com, S-A-R-A-H at thepapernerd.com. And I'll get back to you. If you have my work email, it's fine. All roads lead to Rome. I will see it. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, with that, Sarah, I think we will, I will bid you adieu. Usually I say we, cause you're on the side that I'm on. So this is just, this, this has been a treat for me just to have a one-on-one convo with you. I always, uh, treasure this 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 time I spend with you. And I think we shared a lot of really interesting and valuable information for our listeners. And um, yeah, Sarah, I'll talk to you what later on today, tomorrow, maybe? Probably, probably. Well, thank you so much for having me. And thank you also for coming by The Paperful. You mm-hmm. are also, I am featuring Amy on that episode. So if you have enjoyed this episode, head on over to The Paperful and you can learn much more about Amy as well. That was an amazing conversation too. So thank you for that too. Well, you were welcome. It was enjoyable. And now I will say goodbye. Bye. So Sarah, I really enjoyed interviewing you. You shared a lot of great information and you also created a visual experience for me, at least your description of getting into the industry, your references to seventies music and your not all one size fits all mentality. This was really a lot of fun. After feeling a little self-conscious at first, I really enjoyed it. It was a treat uh, to nerd out on the state of paper and gift community. And it's very good for me to get a reminder of what I put my interview subjects through (laughs) when I try to pick their brains when I connect with them. But speaking of connection, Amy, where can our listeners connect with you? Um, You can all connect with me on Instagram, LinkedIn, or just email me at work. I always want to highlight our amazing community on my New York Now Spotlight podcast and to feature you on my Instagram store tours. I'm always available to help connect you to new and needed resources and answer any of your New York Now market or digital market questions. And Sarah, how can we connect with you? Probably the best place to connect with me is at thepapernerd.com. You can nerd out with my fabulous stationary coverage. Check out my other podcast, The Paper Fold, and access stationary trends, the industry's only award-winning design-driven trade quarterly as well. It's always a pleasure to learn more about makers and spotlight their work, whether it's in publication, blog, or podcast form. I second that. And if we don't meet up, please don't hesitate to reach out to either of us with comments, questions, feedback, suggestions for guests, whatever is on your mind. And don't forget, New York Now is an online 365 sourcing and connection platform. Make sure to sign up and sign in and definitely connect with us when you do. Thank you so much. And we will talk with you soon. Cheers. Cheers.